Two, two, one. I think it's time that we start the conversation to silence the shame. Silence the shame. Si- silence the shame. Silence is the difference between treatment or pain, life or death. Silence the shame. Speak up now and silence. 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 Silence the shame. Welcome to the Silence the Shame podcast. It's your girl, Life. I am the new host for the podcast, and I'm super excited to be here. First, let me give a shout out to our original OG podcast host, Shanti Dyson Free. We really appreciate you, but now it's time to take on life. You guys, I have an exciting, exciting, exciting episode today. We know that we are going into the holiday season. The season has changed. The leaves are falling. It's getting darker way too early for my comfort zone. But in that time period, lots of things happen within your inner self and your outer self. And today we're going to have a conversation about just that. Seasonal affective disorder. What happens to your body when the seasons change? I have two wonderful guests with me today, and I'm super excited to bring them to this conversation. Our first guest is Jasmine Core and our second person is Shar Joy. Super excited. Jasmine, please introduce yourself. Thank you, Life, for allowing me to be here. I'm so thankful to be here. My name is Jasmine Core. I'm the founder and CEO of Color My Story. Yes. And Shar Joy. Awesome. Hey, y'all. I'm Shar Joy. Um, I wear many hats. And so not only am I a part of the Silence of Shame team, but I've dabbled in my own brand and just Honestly, just living life. Super excited to have them. As I told y'all, these are wonderful women doing wonderful things. Um, As we're coming into the change of seasons and the change of time, there are some things that you need to have in your toolkit so that you are able to deal with those changes that's happening within your own body. Super excited for Char Joy to bring the information that she has with learning in joyful healing and silence to shame. And then Jasmine is going to leave us with an actual product, a self-care tool that we all can utilize to be able to move through these changing times, not by yourself, with some assistance so that you don't find yourself staying in those dark moments or in that changing season. Ladies, welcome to the Silence of Shame podcast. How are y'all? Wonderful. Good. Wonderful. Charjoy? I'm all right. It's uh, the season kind of, you know, as seasons change and it gets colder and darker, I just find myself having to do more. Okay. Um, do more to care for me and, you know, Use all the tools in the toolbox, <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's not just one or two. It's all of them at this point. But I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm not a, um, a cold child whatsoever. Like, okay. I love my heat. I love the sun. So, like, having the sun go away about 4.35 o'clock, mm-hmm. I'd be like, baby, is it time to, like, lay down? Right. You know, is it, is it to to time bed. to go to bed? So, I'm all right. I'm I'm. It's fine. I'm okay. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's Don't fine. Don't you just let a little dog and it's fire around him. It's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it is fine. But it is an intentionality that we need to put with making sure that we are fine. And when those seasons change with us and seasons change in the seasons, like winter, fall, spring, summer. I think I got all the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, There's four. <laughs> there's some things that we need to make sure that we're putting in our toolkit toolbox and ourselves to make sure that when they do change that we are not having this drastic change in life Mm -hmm. right jasmine i know that you have a wonderful organization called color my story and you have a story behind that story Mm. tell me a little bit of how you got to needing some assistance inner assistance with yourself to deal with some of this change that's a loaded question. Um, but for those who may not know, and thank you for always being an advocate for Color My Story. Uh, Color My Story is a wellness brand. 
we teach youth and working professionals how to deal with their reality using mm-hmm. art and storytelling. And so um, I created this because exactly what we're talking about. Um, I had two very hard deaths in my life. Okay. I lost my godfather, who was my, my dad, my papa. I lost him in the fall, who's also born in the fall. And then I lost my grandmother in the spring, who's also born in the spring. So when we talk about seasonal that seasonal um, transition and those feelings, mm-hmm. I had to create a product to be coupled with my therapy to Got help it. me get through those days when I'm in the house and I don't want to leave the bed or right. I don't, I don't want to engage with the world. So I created created this color kit that allows me to color in my safe space of my home, and um, yeah, it's just one of my favorite things in my toolkit outside of my therapy. Shout out to Dr. Reeves, I love you so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I needed to in order to deal with grief. I needed to deal with grief, so that's why I created the product. Okay, and we deal with grief, and when seasons change, usually around this time of the year, we're going into the holiday season, you're thinking of things that you have lost. You've now lost some sunlight on the outside, which is now turned inside and sort of dimming your light on the inside. Um, and many of us deal with these changes, and many of us have these these um, grief moments after the death has happened. And it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if it's five years, one year, 10 years, 30 days, you never know when grief will hit you, right? And it's never, it's an ever evolving um, uh, transition of life that we deal with. In this time when you're dealing with transition and when the time is changing and you're dealing with grief Mm -hmm. and the holidays are now approaching us, Can you give the listeners a little insight on how you deal with that and some things that you do? I know we have Color My Story, and we'll get more into that at the end of this episode. But I really, really want to get into what do you do personally outside of your therapist, outside of your going and um, having a business and throwing yourself into your career? What are some things that you are intentional about on a day-to-day basis so that you're building that foundation so when these dark moments come, you sort of have that foundation already set? Charjoy? Yeah. Um, wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, every year I find that it's different, honestly. Mm-hmm. Every year it's it's really different for me because I'm – learning the process that I have was just like navigating life throughout the year, but then also recognizing that, okay, well, for the past couple of years, I noticed that when it starts getting cold, when it's like fall and winter starts coming, Mm -hmm. my mood changes. My my physical body and my mental mind and process changes. And so it's something that I've noticed where, you know, we talk about – you know, the the winter blues or we right. just talk about kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, I stay kind of secluded and home when it's cold and it's winter time. But mm-hmm. like, what is that? Right. Right. And so I'm sure we'll get more into like seasonal affective disorder. Yes. Right. The clinical term for it. And while I'm not officially diagnosed, it's something that I've noticed and I've tuned into myself to like, re- you know, recognize and just say, hey, I need a take care of mm-hmm. me and what does that look like right. so that means like since I've been working from home since 2020 like I have to be more intentional about going outside yeah. I started working from home when the pandemic hit and it never like I never went back in because now I'm at this wonderful organization that happens to be remote mm-hmm. well so while I've made my home my sanctuary and I love to be in my house I'm like oh but I also need to go outside right right oh I've been in the house for three days straight mm-hmm. I haven't seen outside I haven't felt the breeze on my face I haven't felt the sun 
the you know, need. as cold as it can be, I haven't felt the sunshine on my skin. So I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and go for a 5, 10, 15 minute walk. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure I get out the house today. It's also about what I'm putting in my body. Am I making sure that I'm staying hydrated, consuming as much water as possible? Anyone who knows me knows I'm a little fish. I'm like, <laughs> I have water literally everywhere I go. Um, am I, you know, eating the right foods? Right. Because I'm not going to lie. Food is my friend. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes cold, I get real friendly. I get real friendly. Okay. <laughs> the comfort food, the comfort. Okay. It's, it's, it's providing me as much comfort as possible. So I'm like, I want all the yummy snacks. Yeah. And I am practically like acting like a little bear going to hibernation. So I'm like, let me go ahead and get yummy and like warm and, you know. Um, but am I right? Am I eating the right foods? Am I taking the time out to do like the mindfulness? Am I praying? Am mm-hmm. I meditating? Am I breathing? Right. Is my jaw clenched? Is like literally paying like attention to every piece paying of attention. Yeah. It's so much about self-awareness um, that each year I just get a little bit more aware of just like, how to tune in with yeah. me um a little you know back back history about who i am i am a recovering people pleaser i'm a recovering codependent like i have these attributes about myself that i give myself so much right. to everything and everyone around me that yeah. i can get burned out very mm-hmm. easily and very you know just throughout the year yeah years have been really hard in the past where i'm like okay let me let me figure out step, what man. to do yeah. for myself. So it's a daily practice <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and thank you, Charjo. You you made many points that I want to touch on. And one of them is paying attention to yourself. Jasmine, when you went through this grief process and you realized that I needed something more, therapy, mm-hmm. color my story, um, some intentionality of going outside and actually letting the sun feed you. We don't realize how much the outside, not the outside that we talk about, not outside. We outside. I'm talking about like the wind and the sun and the grass, how that really feeds and fuels your soul. Like I I was watching something the other day um, and it said, um, take your shoes off and step in the grass as if the, as if the grass was feeding your soul. Like, Mm. feel the grass as if it was actually feeding you and the difference that that could make for you. And you spoke on seasonal affective disorder and how um, in that it's... So when you think about SAD or seasonal affective disorder, you think about it comes in seasons. It's not continuous. Like, depression is something that happens on a day-to-day basis. Seasonal comes in and out of your life. So, and during certain times of the year. Jasmine... With Color My Story and with the grief that you had and knowing you had to be intentional um, of looking within and feeling within and paying attention with what's happening with my body, how did that transform into Color My Story or into you receiving therapy? Was it a trigger that happened that took you over and was like, I need some extra help? Or was it you really looking and saying, hey, I need to really identify how to not trigger myself but have pieces that trigger greatness within me instead of triggering sadness. For, yeah, for sure. I think, um, and just a trigger warning, I, I am going to talk about suicide, so I do like to tell people that before I tell my story. But um, I knew it <clears throat> when I got to a point, a really dark place, where I tried to take my life. And when that happened um, in that dark season, I asked you know, I asked God, if, if you spare me, I'll, I'll dedicate my life to 
to not only healing myself but making sure others are healing in a community in a safe space so mm -hmm. um, it was that very near fatal experience that was a mirror in my face to say hey you need extra help you, okay. need, you need to not only create extra help for others but you need extra help for yourself so I was committed to just working on myself for eight months straight um, and then while I was working on myself, I, I created an environment for others. And that's really how Color My Story sparks. So, yeah, it's very important to listen to yourself. If you're not in a healthy space, talk to someone and, and know that, you know, it, it gets better. It gets it, better. It gets better. It gets better, but we have to make ourselves get better. We have to. You, it have, to you have to be. You got to be very is, intentional. Like, in Silence the Shame, it's in that name, just Silence the Shame itself. Like, the shame of not letting people know you're not okay. Like, yeah. we've got to get over that. Yeah. Both of you said that we, and I think all three of us at this table, give 200% to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, we're always making sure someone else is okay. And how much that's taking away from us actually making sure ourselves are okay to even give that to someone else. And that's where I am right now in life. Like, I've given so much to everyone else. And when I look back at it, I haven't filled myself much at all. And, and again, you... People who need healing heal others mm -hmm. because you're looking for something that someone never gave you. So you're making sure that those around you never feel like you are. But you never stop feeling like you are. Like, I still feel down. I still have moments like right now. I would be in my room, like curtains closed, lights off. Like, you might come in and the TV is on. You might come in and I'm in pitch black. And my daughter be like, it's that time again. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to know that it's that time again. I've got to figure out ways. We've got to figure out ways while healing others to heal ourselves and not allow it to get to a place where we get into a dark, sunken moment or we allow the season to to make us go into a hibernation or um, really, really masking how we're really feeling by. I call it the um, it's a fake smile. Mm hmm. It's a mask. It's, oh, it's a, man. Yeah. The hurt behind that smile and and what people don't realize when I'm giving this smile, right? Like I smile on a daily basis and you would never know that behind closed doors, I am crying my eyes out. Right. And what that, that smile provides for me is my armor. Tell me your armor that you need to take off to realize your true self and what that looks like for you guys. You ladies, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll go. Oh, it don't, it don't <laughs> matter. It don't, or you can go. <laughs> I was like, listen. Um, wow. Taking your mask off and your armor. Yeah, because my armor was thick. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would probably say my armor was thick up until 2019. I call 2019 my my dark season. Okay. Because that's when like literally like a lifetime of like being everything to everybody kind of just like it had dug a deep enough hole mm -hmm. that I felt like I could not get out of. And I was drowning. Yeah. Like I was literally drowning. Like it was basically like my quarter life crisis and I had just came out of my master's program. Like I was navigating life out outside of school stuff. Not just school, but growing up, the the part that I had always envisioned, like, was getting up to my master's. I never envisioned anything after that. Wow. That's and powerful. So now being in that space mm -hmm. where I'm now like, okay, I did it. I did it all. Like, I, I accomplished now? it. Mm -hmm. So what's going on now to where I'm like, 
what does my life mean now? What is my purpose? What is my life? So in 2019, it just like rained down on me. And I had such a huge armor up, not recognizing like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm nurturing. I'm mm-hmm. this. I'm mm-hmm. that, nur- that motherhood, that motherly nurturing. I felt like that was my armor because I just poured into everybody right. else. And everybody said I was a natural nurturer. But nobody nurtured you. Or you weren't nurturing yourself. I wasn't nurturing myself. Got it. And I wore that as my armor, as my purpose, Mm -hmm. as my identity, because I'm like, this is what I'm good at. I can love people. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was I realized that I didn't love myself. I never really looked myself dead in the face before, like in any mirror. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know how to take compliments. I didn't have a I had a very low self-esteem. Like it was just like this. I didn't know who I was. Yeah. I looked in the mirror. I was like, who's who's that girl? And for you so know? long, you were trying to be. You were scale- You were in your school, and that, that, that was, was your identity. That was your, right. your. I was my accomplishments, and so once that was done, once I accomplished the goal that I? I like, who am I? <laughs> what am I to give now? What happens next? Mm-hmm. What's next? Your armor, Jazz. Mine would probably be I never let people in. So going back to what you're saying, the whole wearing a smile. I'll always, if you ask me how I'm doing, immediately I'm going to say, how are you? What's going on with you? You want to give me my flowers? I'm going to immediately turn it back on you. Wow. I never let people know what was going on in my private life or get to know me on a very um, below surface level. Mm-hmm. So eventually I had to take that off because it's not healthy to me. To just You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. So right. I needed people to pour into me and I needed to pour in myself. So I, ha- I had to remove it or I wasn't going to make it. So yeah. that was my armor. Mm. Okay. I think we all have the same armor. Mm-hmm. I think we are all similar in that sense, right? This year, this year, I, my age, I won't tell y'all, <laughs> but I love my age. I am hitting in what I refuse to call the M word. It's uh, adult puberty is what I'm going through. I'm not going through that M word, okay? Um, so, but for me, it was, I'm changing inside. My hormones are changing. I am only living as a title. I have not lived for my name. I've only lived as a mother, mm. a sister, a daughter, mm. a aunt, a cousin, a best friend. I never lived for life. So I didn't know how to live life, literally life, life, right? <laughs> I didn't know how to live it because I only knew how to give it. I only knew how to give away. I never, I never, I don't think I lived for almost 20 years of my life. Yeah. And it's hard to say because I'm alive. You know what I mean? Like you're alive, but I but was living. I wasn't living. I was <laughs> yeah. giving everything away. So when I came home, I was so drained. And that's what happens in this seasonal affective disorder, right? You get low energy. You get depressed. You you know feel isolated and sluggish. You have a change in your appetite and your weight. So all of this happened. And people just say, like my baby sister says, her weight fluctuates. It ain't fluctuated yet. But we're gonna talk about that later on another episode. <laughs> But it fluctuates, right? Our, our moods fluctuate, and we think we're happy. Yeah. We think we're having a good time. We're at the parties. We're outside. We're going out with friends. But as soon as that door closes to our home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as soon as, it, probably to your car, if you're not driving in someone car. in the car, yeah, it's an instantly cut off. Ooh, it's I'm like, glad you, said that. you know what I mean? Like, you, you go from life to, and I don't want to say dead, you know, but you go to not living as soon as you step to yourself, yeah. why is that? Why do we feel the need that we have to give so much life and not live life? And now that we are living life, has that taken away from you giving life? 
Um, so I'll say this. So again, in 2019, I was out partying, mm-hmm. like happy hours, hanging out, friends were good, like mm-hmm. we were outside okay um (laughs) having a ball and literally it's so funny you said it because literally as soon as i stepped in my car it was full-blown meltdown yeah like sometimes i'll be having a meltdown yeah in in, the parking lot i would it would start in the bar i'm like oh i'm ready to go i'm uncomfortable Uh, like i feel unsafe and so that that's how it felt it felt like i was uncomfortable and unsafe within myself and so i'm like i gotta go and so literally, like, walking to the car, getting in the car, and, like, literally outbursts of tears. Mm-hmm. Can't function, can't. And let's be very clear, I was I was definitely putting myself in danger because right. I'm leaving the bar. So mm-hmm. we all know what we do at the bar at happy hour mm-hmm. and $5 drinks. <laughs> and we then have I'll, a good time. have a good time. <laughs> but then I'm getting in my car. Right. And, like not just putting other people in danger putting myself in Mm -hmm. danger but I also felt like I don't care Mm -hmm. because I'm in so much pain and so much grief and so much sadness Mm -hmm. that I'm like Jesus is gonna have to take the wheel each and every time and so it's like you know having to deal with those emotions yes we're talking about seasonal change but just throughout the year like my seasonal change happened throughout that entire year just from a life of transitions mm-hmm. and a life of like having to kind of deal with that. So like following that and after that, I'm on the other side. I don't necessarily think it's hard to continue to give. Okay. Just to answer your question, like I don't think it's hard to continue to like give to other people, mm-hmm. but what I am doing is not prioritizing myself in that. Got you. And I'm like, do I have the capacity to That's be it. in the space mm-hmm. to be able to be a listening ear, mm-hmm. to be a shoulder, to give advice? Like, what capacity do I have? And I've started to, you know, me and my friend group have started to learn with each other. It's like, before we get on this phone and we start venting to each other, can I ask can you, I you, do you yeah. have the space for this? Yeah, that's the difference. I think that's a, that's a huge it's shift. A huge that's shift. a huge shift because we always think that if they pick up their phone, they're ready to yes. receive that dump. And that's Everybody's not ready to receive that dump, right? Like, everybody is in their own stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like literally, like, we life are all lifing. in our life is lifing yeah. everyone, right? Yep. And for me, it was, I can't identify why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. I have, I am blessed beyond. Oh, yeah. I have life. I have a career. My children are great. My health is, you know, health is health. It goes and it comes, you know, (laughs) you know, we eat right. We do right. Sometimes we don't. I couldn't identify what was making me sad. Mm. I like, but I was like sad, Mm -hmm. like crying, bawling, making like my, I sent a, a prayer to my family. They was like, that's not us. And I was like, maybe it's not you, but I'm feeling this way. Mm -hmm. So when you said, asking that question, can you receive this? Mm -hmm. And when I sent that message to my family, nobody asked. What's going on? Mm -mm. Are you all right? Mm -mm. It was, that ain't for us. We ain't like that. No, you're not like that. I'm feeling this right now. And I need you to recognize this feeling. And because it wasn't recognized, I went back into my space because Mm -hmm. now I don't feel comfortable. Now I don't want to release anything else to y'all. And even sometimes we don't know how to release it. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't know how to give it. Sometimes we, we give it in anger. Sometimes we cursing people out when it ain't even for them. Sometimes we shutting people off and we really need to be reeling them in. Like, I literally cut everyone off 
everybody, baby daddy, kids, my mama. Like, my brother had to call and be like, yo, I need you to check in with me. I don't like not hearing. Everybody was calling me at that point because I was calling no one else. Everyone was used to me calling everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody was used to me being that one checking on everybody. And now I don't do it. I had to literally cut it off because I was cutting myself completely off. Yeah. And like you said, if you don't know how, if you don't feel yourself, I think you mentioned that, Jazz, if you're not feeling, you're pouring from an empty cup, and mm -hmm. that is hurt, harm, very bad for you um, to even move forward, to live, to have the want to live, the desire to live, the drive to live. So when we think about seasonal affective disorder and we're thinking about being intentional and paying attention to ourselves and having tools and skills to be able to move us through those dark moments, what is some advice you would give to someone that you maybe think is going through what you're going through, Jess, or went through? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for deliverance, Lord. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Um, but my advice would definitely be, I think, and we've touched on a lot of these points already, not only to just listen to yourself, listen to your body, but and my number one, number one is always going to be to speak to someone, talk to someone. And uh, this might seem like a shameless plug, but I'm going to throw it out there. Anyway, that is why I created Color My Story. Um, there is a community for you when you're in a vulnerable season, when you're in a season where it, it doesn't look like your highlight reel for social. It doesn't mm -hmm. look like how when someone says, how are you doing? And you got to give them that automatic good. What it looks like, it looks like authenticity. It looks like vulnerability. It looks hard sometimes and we're here for you i'm here for you um you can always reach out to us on our website if you just need someone to talk to but make sure you're using any type of resource there is out there 988 any anything yeah to talk to someone because when i tell you when i have to tell this story every time i have a session that i almost went to that dark space and i would potentially not be here anymore i have to reflect on the fact that I could really not be not here. be here and that all was because of a season mm -hmm. and I would have missed out on this last eight years of just amazingness so know that it gets better know that you're worth it know that you matter your happiness matters and I would tell them talk to anyone someone never um, number one never make a permanent decision based it's on temporary circumstances exactly, exactly. emotions yeah. feelings seasons well, I just, yeah I just want to say Jasmine yes. thank you for being here Oh no! Not just thank you for being here, but, but thank you for here. being here. Thank you for choosing to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's a choice. It's a choice. That's a hard. That's a it's that's a, a hard choice. hard choice. It's a day to day choice. choice. A minute to minute choice. Of course. Minute I'm, to minute. Sometimes nowadays you really just have to thank people for choosing to still be mm -hmm. here because you Despite chose of. to be here today yeah. and. Um, to your question, I, th I think it is about being able, and to Jasmine's point, leaning on people, yeah. you know, being able to, like, let that guard down and to be vulnerable and transparent because, I mean, we have nothing else to lose yeah. but to be transparent and vulnerable in ourselves. Like, you are you, and that's beautiful no matter what. No, no matter, matter what the darkness, yeah. no matter what's going on, you are you. Yeah. And so for so long, I'm like, I wasn't okay with who I was. But baby, once I was able to look, the pivotal moment was when I was able to look in a mirror and say, 
I love you, Charjoy. Mm. I love you. And I, to imagine a time when that was so hard. Mm-hmm. That you wouldn't even look at yourself. I, well, I didn't even know that and, I had grown freckles even, at one point because I hadn't looked at myself in so long. So I didn't yeah. even realize, like, I wouldn't look, I would get ready. You know how you get ready, but you're not really looking yeah. at yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not really paying you're attention. Really you attention. literally are in the motion. It's like a glimmer it of is. you. It's like my mirror was not clean the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then when it became clean, I was like, oh, okay. wait. Oh, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. You good. And then I think once you see that reflection and you see you, yeah. I think it just, it, it, turns on a switch it shifts it where it shifts it where it's just like wow i have somebody else to take care mm-hmm. of and that that somebody is it's me. me and so all of me's in here it's a bunch of us in here all of me. Right. <laughs> a bunch depending of on, on the time and the day and the time of day like, okay. right and who i'm with but you know just being able to like be vulnerable be transparent mm-hmm. share your story if you're if you are not doing okay don't say that you are i, I like when i asked you that question you gave a real answer not saying anything because you may be good today oh, I, I, yes. you're great you're right. doing really well today but some people day. give that yeah. automatic answer hey, I'm, I'm, good. I'm good i'm straight you walk I'm by somebody right. you know but, what i mean like also, do you really want to know the answer when yeah, you ask exactly. that question, is that just a generic, you know, it's hey, how you doing? Like, it's it has become a norm for us mm-hmm. to walk back, walk past someone and say, oh, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And we keep walking. We keep going. And that is an open-ended question. Nobody, and sometimes, sometimes I'll hear the answer and I'll be like, oh, I'm good, too. Oh, yeah. oh, good, great. Thank you. Literally, Thank you know, so like, literally like, surpassing. We ask yeah. somebody how they're doing and, like, literally we're not even yeah. making the space or the time for them to really say how mm-hmm. they're doing. So it's like, oh, hey, I'm good. So you're just so used to putting up that Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm straight. And but are you? Mm-hmm. But are you? Not because really. you just broke down in your car right before we we you know crossed paths. Before so you like, walked in this door, right? Okay. And so I think it's it's just one of those moments where it's like be real with yourself, be honest. Because there are times when people, my loved ones, will say, "Oh, hey, how you doing today?" I'm like, "I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not okay." okay. Mm-hmm. And when I was able to say that to people, I'm like, "Oh." We didn't broke the Dude. barrier. <laughs> I can Bar see myself. I didn't. I didn't told That's y'all I'm not okay. So like, what are we gonna do about it? Yeah. So what happens next, right? When they say I'm not okay, what happens? How do they color their story? How do they make sure that they are coloring their story, telling their story? Well, I guess that's that's a thing. Right to Jeff. No, um, so there is a three-step process, the way you color your story. And is is I tell people all the time, what you put into the process is what you're going to get out of it. Okay. If you are done with the three-step process and you still feel very heavy mm. or you still feel unmoved or you're, you you don't feel well, mm-hmm. you need something bigger. You okay. Need, you need more. If you go as in the therapy process, more oh, or as in like more yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You definitely probably need to talk to a licensed professional. Okay. Uh, because the point of the process is for you to release. It's not, it's not a process that's going to diagnose you or that's going to give right. you action steps on how to deal with whatever's happening. It's to, to recognize. You. It is to recognize that you're not okay. It's to recognize you're having a hard day today and you're releasing. Okay. Re- after you release, there's usually relief. If you don't have relief after you release, you need something you need, more. You need more. And so uh, that is my number one, um, number one message when I guide people through the process. But so you're, you're speaking of a process and you just start yeah. talking about the process, oh, right? Yes, so tell us a little bit about color. My, color your yes, story. Yes, yes, yes. 
So uh, with Color My Story, we offer three opportunities to tell your story. So we can come into your space. We go into youth spaces and hold these color workshops. Okay. Um, if we're unable to come to you, I have my very own color kit. Shout out to Pepsi because I wouldn't have it without them. Shout hey. out to Pepsi. Uh, I created this color kit that you can um, follow along the process with me virtually, or you can click the QR code and then you can do it by yourself. So okay. there's a kit. It comes with the three steps in the kit, or you can book me and I can come to your space and I can teach you how to do the three steps. Um, and yeah. this isn't so we think coloring books, oh, so right? You thinking, yes, yeah, we so think of youth, young, paint. six, not even paint. Yeah, you're thinking when you're thinking coloring books or paint, mm -hmm. you think youth, mm -hmm. you think a child. Mm -hmm. How many adults have you helped color their story? I've taught over 4,000 people how to tell their story in color, um, ranging from all over this nation to people in Ireland, England, Kenya. South Africa, I've been wow. so blessed with the kit that we're able to reach international borders. Yes, that's nothing but God. Right. God <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, yeah, so yes, it's a, it's a art, it's a color kit. It comes with three different paint colors, and it comes with some journaling prompts, and it has some really cool things, and I usually don't like give too much, but okay. if you want to get one, it's colormystory.net. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's really a great time for you to bring people together and have a very, a very... Um, shared human experience, mm -hmm. a, com a community, a, a vulnerability. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's pretty. You said shared human experience. Yeah. Many of us think that's social media, right? Oh, gosh. Many of us think we're sharing ourselves with each other on social media, right? Mm -hmm. Lived experience, um, similar experiences, but we only show the ending picture. I know a few pages that really and take you through the process. Some of those ending pictures are. Come on, they're not they're even there. The there are platform, right? Photoshop, <laughs> girl. Everything <laughs> edited. So in this completely world, made up. <laughs> in, this, in this completely, in this world of you have to be yes. in this box, right? How do we teach our people, our listeners, of how to still be in, you know, social media is here and we yeah, utilize it for many different anywhere. ways. It's not going anywhere, right? But you need to be able to tell the full story yeah. and not just the colored picture yeah. or the colored story. Black and white matters. Yeah. Like before you put your paint on that picture, before you invest in yourself, before you can release yourself to the world, there's a black and white blueprint on that paper, right? Mm -hmm. There's an outline picture of some sort that you have developed for us to color before we leave here. And through that coloring, we recognize different things on the paper or whatever. When you're in that black and white phase, before you color yourself, mm -hmm. Before you present yourself to social media or whatever product you have created to present to social media, in that black and white phase, how do we teach our young people and our adults of how to be one before you color yourself? Because and I'm going to break that down. You were somebody before you found yourself, right? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of you that happened before that, right? In that black and white, it shaped you. Mm-hmm. Before you knew and could color that shape, you had to become shape. So those experiences in your life, had you not experienced them, you wouldn't have this shape to color, right? Because you can't change your shape. You can't change what happened to you. You can't change what's happening to you. Or you can't change what's going to happen to you. Like you can make decisions that sort of navigate that water. But when you're making that frame and that frame is being made for you, tell me what pieces do you rely on before you color? from your past that still is resonant for today like the hurt the harm yeah 
the, ex- the good and bad experiences that you held on to before you got to that epiphany moment that, oh, I am a person. Oh, I need to know who this person is because we've been feeling from that blanket slate. Tell me what, how do you, and I asked this question before, you're in a dark place providing light. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that shape, that dark, those experiences that have shaped this before we colored? I think it's important to know that that's still you mm-hmm. like all those pieces all those past selves it's still you mm-hmm. like that's what makes me me today right. right and so um even like my life has been beautiful like you said earlier like I have nothing to really complain about mm-hmm. for real for real like it could be so much worse I have a beautiful life like has there been bumps along the road right absolutely and if it if there weren't, it, am I, is it life <laughs> at mm, that point? You right. Know? And so life and wellness and healing and all of those things are not a destination. It's a continuous journey. That's it. And so along that journey, I know there's going to be bumps along the road. And so, again, those just those things shape me for who I am. Mm-hmm. I learn from them. I learn from the or they say, you know, Every single thing in your life, good or bad, it teaches you a lesson. Yeah. And it's what you do with that lesson that will really shape the outcome of your future. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I have been blessed enough to learn from those things and be able to mold and shape myself enough to be adaptable. Yeah. Say, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to roll with these punches right here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to come out better for it. Yeah. Because I... I'm a firm believer that my life is destined for greatness. Yeah. Even if that just means my greatness means that I love myself. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people in this world that, that don't. don't. So I think what it looks like is being able to just know that you are going to change throughout your life. There are going to be Great many point. versions of you. Great point. And you are building upon each and every version. And and, and no version. And just like with a Lego thing, because I like Legos, don't judge <laughs> me, okay? But you can't have one piece without the other. Right. Like that, you cannot figure out how to get that piece over here without that middle piece. So you could not be who you are today without all of those you things, where the experiences. Piece goes, you, choose you choose where the piece how goes. how it makes it better, and, yeah. but you choose to just continually, like, you know, build upon that. Yeah. Are you going to grieve throughout your life? Of course. Losing who you thought you were, who you thought you wanted to be, what you thought you had. Absolutely. That's a part of the process. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've grieved my past lives so much. Yeah. But then I'm able to look at, at me and say, hey girl, hey, like, I love you. I'm able to look at myself a year ago or look at my inner child and say, mm-hmm. hey, I love you, little girl. I That's love it. you. If you didn't feel love then, no matter what chapter or page in my life, if you didn't feel love then, just know that I love you. Right now. Mm-hmm. Any points to that, Jazz? When you're working with individuals and before you even start to paint and you have the image in front of them, what is it that you talk to them about before adding color to your page? Well, I think it always goes back to my number one, one of my number one points is your story has power. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about your story, you don't think about just the good chapters. 
you got to think about like I wouldn't be sitting here with you with this beautiful platform if I didn't right. have all those not so vibrant chapters. Yes. So I just always encourage people to know you can do something powerful with those pieces that are a little broken and a little you know cracked. Mm-hmm. You can do something, you can still create a beautiful masterpiece with those cracked pieces. So it just always goes back to honing in on that mas- message. Choose what chapters you want to share with the world to make the world better. Choose what chapters that you're going to hold on to to remind you of where you come from, right. remind you of of how beautiful your life is because I, I wish I could say the same. I've had a lot of a lot of bumpy roads in my life. Um but I, I wouldn't when I think about it, I wouldn't ask God to give me a different path or mm-hmm. an easier path because the person I am today is because of those very black and white cracks and not so yeah. pretty lines. So mm-hmm. that's it. Own that, your story. Own your story. Like own that story. that is so true. Like I am life. I live life. I, I've given life. I think I give life to others. I do, I do recognize that in that life, there has been some non-life moments for me. Like there's been some moments where I didn't want to be here, where I thought about, you know, this this world really doesn't need me. I'm not, you know. But then I realized what would happen if those people that I'm giving life to didn't have me. So the world may not need you, but your world needs you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your world is is dependent upon you, right? And being able to feel myself to understand that if I am full, they are full. Yes. But they can't be full if I am not full. Not. Y'all have been an amazing, amazing, amazing time today. The thoughts that you have given, the information that you have provided. I want to ask a, a question of what's next? Mm. Now that you have found yourself, mm. now that you are loving yourself, now that you're made the masters and it's past the masters <laughs> now that color my story is there and it has been born and people know about it what's next because there's a new layer to you now so there's a new building and a new love and a new passion that you have for yourselves so what's next for you well i'm gonna just chime in and say i'm gonna keep feeding my inner child um i'm gonna keep coloring and i'm gonna keep doing every little thing that excites me that could change tomorrow that mm-hmm. could change next month but mm-hmm. that i know for my healing journey staying very uh, locked in on anything that brings me joy and things from my childhood has been so um so impactful for me so staying true to my youth and staying true to things that i'm joyful and care about and take care of myself is number one yeah i can't take care of nobody else if i'm not taking care yeah. so that's what's next to me i'm gonna continue to do this process every day of taking care of me. I love it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, likewise, I am in a, not necessarily even a season, y'all, because it's it's a lifestyle lifestyle. at this point. Mm -hmm. I am a lifestyle for me. There it Um, is. And so what's Mm. next for me is the continuous learning process in life. Mm. Um, Being able to be, me and my therapist is working on this, (laughs) y'all. I love it. Being it's still a work of progress. Right, in the work of progress, <laughs> boundaries, you know, how is. hard those things are. Yes, um, it is. But, you know, being present, being here, yeah. being grounded, yeah. um, not necessarily focused on the future or the past, because, um, you know, anxiety, you anxiousness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ain't got time. We'll take um, over. I'm, I'm going to have to schedule me on appointments. <laughs> <laughs> JK, my therapy session was yesterday. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it really is. What's next is life. Yeah. What's next is life. I um, don't necessarily have anything outlined. Mm, I love that. Someone who loves to be in control like me, um, that is a work in progress on its own. It's just taking life 
letting loose let it go hold on wait a minute let it go let it flow and let it go what's next for you ah you can't skip out on the question now uh, I was the question there. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's you next for me? Know about you too. It's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Like being very intentional about me and not allowing others to place who I am before me. Like for so long, I w- look for validation in others. Like how you feel about this? Do you mm-hmm. think I should do this? Mm-hmm. Do you think I should change the color of my hair? Mm-hmm. What if I cut my hair? Like things that I wanted to personally change about myself, I'm asking an outside mm-hmm. person about. Like that's, and for, for me, when that switch happened for me, that's when life began to happen. Like me not looking for validation. And again, still a work in progress because mm-hmm. I'll call my mom or my sister I have this idea in my hand. It is a lifelong journey. (laughs) And it's a struggle to not ask for validation because for so long you've looked for validation for others. So for me, it's stop asking others, am I valid? Mm. The Lord has already stamped that for me. If I wasn't valid, I wouldn't be here. If you weren't valid, you wouldn't be here. If you didn't matter, you wouldn't be here. So realizing that you don't have to look outside to know what's inside. You've got to look inside so that you can recognize what affects you from outside so that you can build your inside. So for me, it's building that inside and mm-hmm. stop looking outside. Stop putting a question mark where the Lord put a period. Oh, a period. Y'all get some my own sound effects. Shane Brain. But listen, y'all, this was really good. This was was amazing. A great conversation. I think we needed it. Yes. I think that because we don't realize how much we really need our sisters or really need our people to really, really hold us up and hold us in. Like you, we're talking about building ourselves, but you also have to build a circle around you because you can't handle and hold it all. You need somebody to lean on. You need somebody to cry to, but you got to have a safe person. You can't do that with just anyone because for us, it's hard for us to break that barrier to let anyone in. So telling someone our true feelings, telling someone how we truly feel, that's a, a huge vulnerable moment that I am still working on. Like, I still lie about how I'm feeling mm. to my mom, to my children. If I had a dog, I'd probably lie to the dog. <laughs> so I just lied to my pillow. The dog, the no dog man in the bed, know. So I'm lying hey, to the pillow. I lie and lie to the pillow, okay? Right. <laughs> I lie with and lie to the pillow, but that's another. Yeah. Cut that out, okay? Look at it now. I see single and ready to mingle. I right. so. see the hand. But look, um, you guys, I really appreciate y'all. I really, I, I do not want to leave here without individuals knowing how to connect with us, how to connect with you, Jasmine. We brought you here to talk about color my story, but you gave us so much more about your story that you colored throughout branding color my story right yes Charjoy, you are connected to silence and shame we are connected to silence and shame silence and shame is a great organization that's helping us to silence the shame mm. i want to know how you silence the shame in your world uh-huh. I, well is that i'm gonna answer okay. okay um living loud and colorfully is how i silence the shame and and coming on platforms like this and telling my story and not being shame about that season so that's how I'm very vocal about my story and I want you all to continue to tell yours as well you never know who you might impact or help or save Mm, save Mm -hmm. 
I work, live, eat, and breathe wellness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the how I silence my shame is practicing what I preach. I with silence the shame, you know, I help with you know promoting mental health education and awareness for black and brown and marginalized communities. And Mm -hmm. when I look out into the world, I see my family, I see my friends, I see myself. And whatever I am helping to educate y'all on, I I have to practice it. Yeah. I can't just be telling y'all how to take care of yourselves, Mm -hmm. silence your shame, and don't do it for myself. (laughs) So that's that's how I do it. For me, it's um, silencing my shame is just living life on purpose. Mm like being very purposefully doing things for me. And you Traveling, are. Traveling, cutting my hair, mm-hmm. changing my nail color, mm-hmm. watching a new show, um, introducing myself to a new culture. Like I'm being very, I'm living life on purpose. Somebody was like, you going during that time? I am. They going to they gonna need, they going to be all right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there before. It was there before me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there after me. And it ain't going to stop while I'm over here. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize and be very intentional living life as we all are being right now. I'm so excited for y'all. I'm so excited that you're on the other side of that and how we can help others get to the other side of that is by joining and listening to the Silence the Shame podcast, but also providing and looking inward and getting some tools and skills on your mental health. Like Jazz mentioned 988. There's my GCAL. There's Silence the Shame. There's Free Your Fields. There's so many resources out here to help you identify tools and skills to be able to silence your shame. Don't be ashamed. All of us have gone through it, gone through something or gone through it. So be intentional, live life on purpose. Um, Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate you. I really appreciate y'all. All All right. Tell the world, tell the Silence and Shame podcast how to find you. Well, you can find Color My Story on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at color underscore my underscore story on every platform, YouTube too. And then if you want to visit our website for a free consultation or for products or services, www.colormystory.net. And that's that. Awesome. And I'm going to put on my Silence of Shame hat <laughs> and um, be the creative director and just say that y'all can obviously follow Silence of Shame at Silence of Shame on all the social media platforms, YouTube channel, podcast channels, wherever you're listening, make sure y'all share it. And um, yeah, we are national yes. now. We are I'm national. Well, hold on, wait a minute. The organization have always been a national organization, but we are just increasing our visibility. So if you are in L.A., Chicago, New York, or right outside of Houston, and you see a nice little billboard with some beautiful Ew, kids on there with Silence like and Shame, like go ahead and, and take a picture and tag us in it because, y'all, we coming. Yes. We, we are coming. What is the campaign <laughs> that the billboards is about? Yeah, it's actually a, the campaign is mental health is not a luxury. It's a priority. Mm. And so what it is, it really just signifies that each and everyone deserves mm-hmm. mental wellness, mm-hmm. self-care, healing. We all deserve it. Right. It, it does not equal or take a price tag mm-hmm. to be able to heal or just be able to accept that you need help or services or resources. So Silence of Shame is doing what we can to make sure that, again, marginalized communities can, you know, afford through right. energy, through resources, through all of those things, um, 
just afford to be able to be well. And on that note, <laughs> go visit Silence of Shame. Yes. Thank you, ladies, again for joining the Silence of Shame podcast. I will be calling y'all back again. This will not be the last time. So super excited to be able to provide an opportunity for individuals to hear your story um, and to be connected to Color My Story. So thanks again, you guys. I would like to thank our sponsors, our listeners, our friends, our family for joining us for another wonderful podcast with Silence of Shame. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this video. And don't forget to donate by texting SILENCE to 707070. And remember to take time, save a life, and silence the shame.